I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You keep hearing people mention DNS or claiming DNS isn't really secure. And you, you know it has something to do with domain names or something, but what is it? Let's help you know a little more about DNS. DNS stands for the Domain Name System. It's essentially the system that lets you type something like Google.com when you want Google search, rather than having to remember a number like 142.250.68.46. That string of numbers is an example of an internet protocol address or IP address. That's actually how computers on the internet talk to each other. They identify as numbers. Domain names are associated with those numbers. When you type in a domain name in a browser, the browser goes and looks up in a table which number, or more often a range of numbers, goes with that domain name so it can go find it on the internet. The same way you go to your friend's name in your phone's contact list to call them. You don't tap in their phone number by hand. The domain name system provides a worldwide distributed directory of which domain names go with which numbers. It's not just one table, at least not anymore. It's a lot of tables on a lot of servers all around the world. So DNS also defines a communication protocol for how all those directories communicate with each other so that any computer can find another on the Internet. It did start as one text file, hosts.txt, on a machine at the Stanford Research Institute developed and maintained by Elizabeth Feindler. She mapped host names by hand to the numbers she found in the assigned numbers list, which was handled by hand by John Postel at USC. That hosts.txt file lasted a long time. Feindler and her team managed that list for the ARPANET and later the internet until 1989. But along the way, that host table became slow and unwieldy because more and more machines were calling on it and more and more machines needed to belong to it. So Paul Macapetris took on the task of automating it and published the original spec for the domain name system in November 1983. Then, four UC Berkeley students wrote a Unix implementation of the spec called the Berkeley Internet Name Domain, or BIND. And in fact, BIND is still the most widely used DNS software on the Internet. Yes, it's been updated a bunch since then. It's not the original code. 
The domain name system itself is made up of multiple domains. The most familiar is, of course, .com, but there's also .org, .net, .fr, .biz, and on and on and on. Each of those domains has an authority responsible for assigning domain names and mapping them to the corresponding numbers. Each domain has multiple name servers that you can call on to find out which domain goes with which IP address. And it's not just one server with all the addresses. In fact, the process involves different servers for different parts of the domain name. See, the domain name itself consists of multiple labels. Let's take www.knowalittlemore.com. The rightmost label is the top-level domain.com. Each label to the left specifies a subdivision. So the first to the left is Know a Little More, which is the domain of this show. For websites, usually the last label is www to specify you mean the web server on that domain. So when you type in www.knowalittlemore.com, you're saying, I want to go to the website for knowalittlemore.com, not the email server. If you're thinking, well, I don't ever type in www, the browser's added for you most of the time, and you can configure your name server to assume www was meant, if nothing else like, say, SMTP for email, is to the left. Each label in your domain name can have up to 63 characters. A full domain name with all subdivisions cannot be longer than 253 characters in text or 255 octets of storage in binary. The characters in a domain name are officially A through Z, 0 through 9, and the hyphen. However, the Internationalizing Domain Names and Applications, or IDNA, system can map international characters into this set so locals can use their own alphabet. Each domain, like .com, .uk, etc., has a set of authoritative name servers that are either primary or secondary. A primary server has the original, up-to-date copy of all the domain records. It's the official source. Secondary servers communicate with the primary to automatically update and make copies. In practice, information is cached in a lot of other places to speed things up, and you're almost always calling on cached information when you browse. But let's pretend there was no cache available and you wanted to go to knowalittlemore.com. The request would start by finding the closest root name server. These are spread throughout the world. The root name server would look at it and say, oh, .com, let's direct you to the nearest .com name server. Here's the IP address for that. You'd go consult that. That server would then tell you which IP address goes with know a little more at the .com domain. Then you'd check there to find out which server is the web server at knowalittlemore.com and potentially with more complicated requests onward into other subdomains until you get the exact server you're looking for. With all these intermediaries, it is possible for a malicious actor to figure out how to insert themselves and give you the wrong IP address for a domain that would then let your software take you to a malicious version of the site that they would probably have designed to look just like the real site, but infect you with malware or something. So domain name system security extensions or DNSSEC requires that each level of a DNS server digitally sign its requests to assure they haven't been intercepted. It is deployed at the root level right now, but it has not been fully deployed across the system because of complexity and also reasons. As I said, 
In practice, so much of the process is cached that root name servers get a very small fraction of requests. Otherwise, they'd get overloaded. There's so many people on the internet. Records may be cached in a lot of places. They are often cached in your browser. Your browser remembers what the IP address and just goes and goes directly to that. They can be cached in your router. Uh, they are very often cached by your ISP and so on. Cached records have a time to live set on their records, so they are forced to go update and look for changes regularly so that they stay up to date. And the name servers record more than just the domain name and the corresponding IP address. It also includes mail exchanges, known as MX records, domain name aliases, known as CNAME, as well as responsible persons. There's even a real-time black hole list, or RBL, for combating spam. And it can do more than just tell you what domain name goes with the address. The DNS can provide the IP address that is closest to the requesting computer. The function there is essential to cloud services and content delivery networks. For example, Netflix doesn't have one machine at Netflix.com that serves the video to all the Netflix customers. It has thousands. And the domain name system is the first step in routing your Netflix app to the closest set of Netflix servers. So you have the least delay in getting that episode of Stranger Things. Okay, so I know a lot of you have questions about registering domains and how that fits into the domain name system. Let's touch on that briefly. Registrars. And oh boy, you're going to have to stick with me on this. To register a domain name and get its record created in the DNS directory, you need to deal with an official domain name registrar. Now, if that answers your question, then it's simple. But if you want to know a little more, the registrar is different from the registry. Each domain com us has a registry and the registrar is contracted to handle requests for domain names and collect and verify the information from the public that is then entered into the directories by the registry registrars can and do charge fees for this because the registry also charges the registrar fees we'll get to that in a second and yes Registry and registrar really should have been named something that made this a little more obvious, but that's the way it is. Let's use an example for .com to maybe help clear it up a little bit. Authorized registrars for .com, let's say hover.com, must pay the registry, which in the case of .com is VeriSign, for the privilege. The registrar also pays a small administration fee to ICANN for each domain it handles. So it's something like, seven dollars and some cents that hover pays verisign to register your domain name and then it pays something like 18 cents or so to ICANN. and then the price you pay is those fees plus a little bit of markup the maximum registration period is 10 years but you may say well wait i saw some registrar advertising 100 years you can offer longer periods by legally binding yourself to renew the domain at the end of each 10-year period There are usually more than one registrar per domain, uh, and in fact, registrars usually handle more than one domain. Registrars can also authorize resellers as affiliates. So a reseller can sell the domain to you that is then handed to the registrar, who then hands it to the registry and then gets it in the directory. So there you have it. You pay a registrar to register a domain name with a registry, and then when someone looks up your domain name, the domain name system directory, or likely a cached copy of it, will point your browser to the IP address of your web server. In other words, I hope you know a little more about DNS. Hold up. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.